it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I should just ask it every day at the opening of the program. Is there anything about the Constitution at this point that the modern 2022 Democrat Party actually believes in? Is there anything? When I hear people say this is unconstitutional or that, you know, we have to follow the Constitution. Do you actually mean what's in the Constitution or is the Constitution like a shell bill? Is the Constitution a shell bill, meaning that there's a title to it, but you've stripped out all the language and refilled it with your socialist, left-wing, progressive, Marxist garbage. Is there anything about the Constitution that appeals to the Democrat Party today? Anything at all? I can't believe that there is. We have Jamie Raskin, who swears up and down, the son of Marcus Raskin, one of the most far-left extreme activists in the history of this country, swears up and down the January 6th commission is not political, but then goes on to host an online forum with 40,000 progressive activists, 40,000 progressive activists, to assure them that this is going to quote-unquote blow the roof off the house. If it's not political, why are you rallying 40,000 progressive activists? Now, yesterday we played a clip. And I want to bring it back before we get into today's clips. Because I think it needs to be repeated. The Democrats and the left and the C-suite of the Justice Department have a plan. And that plan is to use intimidation and outright surveillance against anyone who's dissenting. This is, they know that if the election is carried out fairly, if the constitutional order is followed, if turnout, if turnout matters and people casting ballots matter versus just mailing out live ballots and counting what the Democrats have no chance of winning. I want you to listen to this clip of Andrew McCabe the now-disgraced assistant director of the FBI. I want you to listen to this audio. This is getting very little play. Very few people, if any, other than this program, have picked up on this. There was a forum hosted by David Axelrod and left-wing journalists and left-wing academics and Andrew McCabe at the University of Chicago. And Andrew McCabe said something very telling. I want you to listen to this because this is the game plan. Play that clip. If those basic assumptions were um, that we're looking for kind of traditional domestic threats, okay, is the Klan coming? Are the Proud Boys coming? Um, Are the three percenters coming? Uh, Or is Antifa coming? And not seeing that clearly they may have been looking in the wrong direction. It's those very fundamental assumptions about what constitutes a threat that I think could be the most impactful. And it's entirely possible that when the intelligence community and the law enforcement community looks out across this mainstream that Professor Pape will describe, they didn't 
assume that that group of people, business owners, white people from the suburbs, educated, employed, presented a threat of violence. And now we know very clearly that they do. You're going to need a whole lot more unmarked vans. The federal government is going to need a whole fleet of new unmarked vans to park outside your house and your business. McCabe, is not, that's not a throwaway line, what he's saying. If you think he's not talking to Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland, you're out of your mind. He's telling you. He is telling you that they are going to start a campaign against middle class, upper middle class, white suburbanites. They're making a profile is what I'm saying. They've made a profile. Profiles are not hard to make, right? If, if you were talking about, I've said this before, if you were talking about a frizzy-haired woman with hairy armpits and Birkenstock sandals driving around in a Toyota Prius with a We Are the 99% bumper sticker, you kind of know her politics, okay? You, you kind of you would be shocked if it were anything but far left. They're making profiles here. And what they're doing, I want you to follow this. And it, anyone from the law enforcement community, current or former, feel free to chime in on this one. What they're doing is using this as justification, right? They're creating a profile. So I read to you the other day, it was last week actually, a left-wing writer who said the new signifiers of terrorism are men who post pictures of their tattoos Steaks, bourbon, cigars, and guns. Wait, wait, wait. Any man who posts a picture, forget the gun thing for a second. Steaks and bourbon? Cigars? This is how profiling works. Tell me I'm wrong. McCabe is telling you that the Department of Justice and the FBI have a new template. Did you show up at a school board meeting to uh, ask questions about critical race theory? They They have a template. They are now going to look on social media, into metadata. They are going to start building profiles on people. If you think that's crazy, it's not. Came right out and said it. They have a profile. That profile is middle income, upper middle income, educated, white, suburban business owners. If you think they aren't going to have people that are aggregating data on that group, you are out of your mind. Now, that's going to bring me to this Rasmussen poll. Rasmussen. Apparently, according to the the Democrat left doesn't concern itself with rioters or looters or train robbers, muggers, carjackers. That's all fine. The skyrocketing crime in the major metropolitan cities. They don't concern themselves with border jumpers or radical Islamic terrorists coming over from England. These are not problems. They want that middle class white suburban family to live in fear. Headline Rasmussen. 
Now they have an image. They have an image of the unvaxxed. You've heard it over and over again. Suburban and rural white Republicans. I don't believe it. I'm just going to come right out and say it. That they're lying. I think being unvaxxed or being hesitant crosses all racial, socioeconomic, and religious boundaries. I don't believe for a second that there is an archetype or a stereotype. But that's what the media is going to run with because they've become the propaganda arm of the Democrat left. Headline COVID-19. Democratic voters support harsh measures against unvaccinated. While many voters have become skeptical towards the federal government response to the COVID-19 pandemic, a majority of Democrats embrace restrictive policies, including punitive measures against those who haven't gotten the COVID-19 vaccine. A new Heartland Institute Rasmussen reports national telephone and online survey finds that 48% of voters favor Joe Biden's plans to impose a COVID-19 vaccine mandate on the employees of large companies and government agencies. That includes 33% who strongly favor the mandate. 48% are opposed to Biden's vaccine mandate, including 40% who strongly oppose the mandate. Voters are similarly divided over the federal government's top expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, 45% view Fauci favorably, including 28% who have a very favorable impression of him. 48% have an unfavorable impression of Fauci, including 34% who have a very unfavorable view. But what it comes down to is the Democrats want, and I'm going to read it right from this survey, The even split among voters is the result of deep partisan divisions. While 78% of Democrat voters support the Biden administration's COVID-19 mandate plan, only 22% of Republicans and 41% of voters not affiliated with either major party support the vaccine mandate. Many Democrats would support even harsher measures, including fines for Americans who won't get the COVID-19 vaccine and criminal punishment for vaccine critics. Criminal punishment. For vaccine critics. They want to lock you up. Maybe I should make a t-shirt. Camp Fauci. And have each shirt have a number. A serial number. Remember it was the Democrat party. That created internment. Through executive order. Let me repeat that again. It was the Democrat party. That created internment. And it is the Democrat Party today that wants to control education. And it is the Democrat Party that wants to indoctrinate your children. Are there any Democrats that oppose internment? Well, depends on who you're interning, I guess. They have a template. They have a stereotype. They have a political enemy. And they control the surveillance powers of the major relevant law enforcement intelligence and intelligence agencies. They're telling you they're going to use it. They're telling you who they're looking into. They're saying it out loud. They're not hiding it. Would I be at this point paranoid to say they're coming for you? Well, add it all up. The media is going to war with you. The Democrats are going to war with you. 
Why do you think they love the... Why do you think some of these nebbish left-wing techies love the idea of a cashless society? You know, they look at China and Australia and any other nation where they've used violence, violence, to suppress any criticism of the vaccine or the narrative of getting vaccinated. In Australia, they're dragging people out of their homes. They, you know, all of a sudden, the defund the police crowd is in love with police brutality. We're not going to bother with any of this border jumping stuff, but if we can have police officers with big sticks beating people in the streets, well, we, they would love it. The Democrats are not anti-violence. I think the riots of 2020 prove that. They are not an anti-violence movement. They just have an intended target, and it's you. The problem that we're facing is people like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell. Should Republicans take the House and the Senate, they don't have the guts to drag in the FBI director and the attorney general and demand transparency. There's not going to be a select committee on the select committee. They are not going to use any of the powers that the Democrats are asserting to bounce out Republican members You think they're going to do that to Democrats? You think that they're going to do that to the squad? Get out of here. They don't have the guts. They'll talk a good game, but they don't have the guts. And let me tell you something. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to open this. I would love to turn my microphone on a year from now and go, you know what? Got to be honest with you. I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad I was wrong in 2022. Here we are. January 2023, and Republicans are firing up a select committee on the select committee, and they are going to remove Jamie Raskin from the House of Representatives. They are going to fully investigate Eric Swalwell's ties to Chinese spies. They are going to look in to the massive profits that the Pelosi family has made through insider trading. I would love to be wrong. I just don't think I'm going to be because I have nothing to stand on that says they're going to do anything different. Now, maybe if we get real conservatives who buck the system and they say, no, we're not, you know, we're not going to reinstall Mitch McConnell. And maybe we're going to have a serious challenge to Kevin McCarthy. I want, I want this guy to prove me wrong. He talks a good game, but I want him to prove me wrong. Winds at 695 Patriot 9572874. Maybe it sounds paranoid to say they're coming for you, but it sure as hell feels like it, doesn't it? Winds at 695 Patriot 9572874. We have so much stuff to get to. Now, apparently, the filibuster is racist, even though I could play clip of audio after clip of audio of Biden defending the filibuster. But ah, it gets in the way of their federal their federal takeover of the election system, which again, 
Is there anything in the Constitution, anything at all at this point, that Democrats favor? Oh, wait. I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. But you know what? The next time left-wing protesters storm a federal building, they'll forget all about that one, too. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.